0: Aloha.
1: Aloha.
0: Aloha. Hello. Hello. How you. are you doing? H- hello you. Hello you. Okay.
2: It's been a while.
0: It's been very while. Yeah, when
2: was our last one? <laughs> I don't remember. Um disclaimer. We did record a few, right? <laughs> I but think we some, only recorded one. Was it two? Maybe it was one, it yeah. Was one. And, and then we and decided not to post we decided it, because to it Yeah.
0: I think a lot of the times, uh, especially me, I'm a verbal thinker. Mm -hmm. And so I tend to say things as it's coming up. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's things that aren't necessarily right. So I got to pull it back and Mm. say, never mind. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes I say things that I probably shouldn't say, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, which is a lot of the time. And so, yeah, we pulled that one out. But we thought... It'd be good to do another one because uh, last Friday was mm-hmm. our one year in Texas. Woohoo! Woo-hoo.
2: And we've dubbed it the Texiversary. The Texiversary. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Happy Texiversary. <laughs> <Let's> eat barbecue. <laughs> right? <laughs> Which we didn't. Yeah. Why? Why did we not celebrate our Texiversary? So we
0: were <laughs> we were actually going to record this on the eleventh. Mm-hmm. Today is I don't know when we're gonna post this, but today is January eighteenth. Friday, so literally last week, um, was our text anniversary. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Thursday before, so the 10th, I got a text from my boss mm-hmm. uh, Thursday morning asking me if I want to come to Hawaii over the weekend because uh, he needed help on his show. Then Thursday afternoon, I mm-hmm. bought a ticket. <laughs> Friday morning, I flew, arrived Friday evening, worked mm-hmm. till Friday really late. Mm-hmm. uh woke up went to work on saturday worked mm-hmm. all day uh sunday i woke up <laughs> worked all day yep. monday morning yep i went to the airport yep flew back got here at monday night mm-hmm. and then tuesday morning i went to work yep so yeah that was a surprise trip mm-hmm. uh to hawaii mm-hmm. and it was very tiring but it was very fun <laughs> I really did enjoy it.
2: I've noticed your past two trips to Hawaii have been very like laborious, yeah, like yeah, very yeah. labor intensive, yeah. not really restful, yeah. yeah.
0: But this la- l- this trip was a fun labor because mm. it was doing something I really enjoy. It was mm-hmm. it was I was doing theater. Yeah. Um, the last trip to Hawaii was not fun because it was <laughs> a conference, mm-hmm. and I'm not a big fan of conferences. Mm. It's it's not my cup of tea. Cup of tea. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so that's why we're recording this a week late. Mm-hmm. Um, just to, just a timeline. We flew out of Hawaii January 9th. Right. We hung out in Seattle January 10th. Mm-hmm. that was we, so
2: exhausting. Yeah,
0: and then we yeah. flew out and landed in Texas on the 11th, hence the 11th yeah. being our Texas anniversary. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess the podcast, the main theme of this podcast. I'm kind of running with this. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it is because Christine's going to ask the question. (laughs) My thought of it was what did we learn in a year or what happened this year?
2: Oh, what? I thought I was going to ask you like your favorite shoe brand.
0: Oh, (laughs) that was a bad joke, but we'll keep going.
2: Okay, yeah. I was was trying to think of something snarky or like quick, but I couldn't. Yeah, leave that to me. I tried too hard. When you try too hard, oh, I'm totally like tuning you out. Sorry. No, no. (laughs) All right. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Uh, it's been a year. Mm-hmm. Um, we've lived with my parents for the past year. Yeah. We've uh, gone to one church and then mm-hmm. in October, we decided to look for another church. Yeah, um, I, think we've, I think we've mentioned that in the last podcast of how we're searching for another one. Yeah. And, um, I don't know if we said it in the last podcast that we deleted or- I think it was in
2: somewhere. a deleted one. We're kind of explaining, but- um when we went back to Hawaii it just came up in a lot of conversation so we just thought like it was kind of repetitive Mm -hmm. I guess um Mm -hmm. but I think with the podcast too we're just you know when we listen to it we just want to be honest and real and right and we're just like if this seems like it'll be edifying and helpful to people then we'll post it if not and if it's more of our verbal process then we won't right and so I think we're still kind of navigating those muddy waters but yeah
1: yeah
0: so
2: sorry, I interrupted you. And then you you were kind of giving a summary of our past year. Went to a church, decided not decided to go to another one.
0: Yeah, and then we've been at this church uh, since October ish, mm-hmm. um, and I think we're settling on it. Um, yeah. We are cautious in
1: yeah.
0: um, in terms of membership. We're not necessarily cautious in terms of like jumping into things. Um, yeah, I mean we're we're trying to serve in yeah. any way, shape or form. And there are a lot
2: more opportunities here yeah. too. So I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah.
0: Um, but we're, we're hesitant on membership just because we want to make sure this is um, where we want to be. And I think, mm-hmm. I think membership is, it, it shouldn't be taken lightly.
2: Or we, we don't want to take it lightly. Yeah, we, right. Yeah. Like I think we resonate with that of like, we want to make sure we are, we commit. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. in my head it's kind of like marriage yeah where yeah. once you're it's
2: a tough analogy though yeah, yeah. anyway but, but i mean yeah. it's, it's yeah. one of those
0: that like if there's all these issues in a church and i just can't resonate with what's going yeah. on and i'm not a member then i then i'll dig mm. but if i'm a member and i have all these like issues or yeah. not issues but if there's a lot more things that are happening yeah i've told myself that i commit Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and I'm gonna stick it through yeah. as much as I can. Now yeah. it's not like marriage where I can't leave. You know, yeah. what I mean? definitely. Not. If if it's yeah. if there's if the church went south or something just happened and yeah. it's totally not working and it's it, it doesn't resolve, mm-hmm. then I think that there's grounds for leaving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But
2: that's where I feel the analogy is yeah, not yeah, perfect. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah. But up until that point, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. up into that point, it's doing everything that I can. Yeah. Um, to work with and yeah. to work alongside the people yeah. and to contribute. Yeah, to and contribute be and be like
2: an active member of the body, yeah. right? And
0: yeah. that's why it, I think, um, for me, or uh, well for us, that it's not take that's not to be taken lightly. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we, we haven't committed to that membership aspect, but we're serving. Um, I'm doing audio and setup. Mm-hmm. yay, like normal. <laughs> um, we both signed up for kids. yeah which if
2: anyone i think i mentioned this in the podcast of the other church isn't that interesting Mm -hmm. so the first church that we went to i was really like nah like i know they want childcare, but i didn't know you know like that's Mm -hmm. not it's not my strength you know but i'm Mm -hmm. not using that as an excuse but there's something about it that just didn't feel right Mm -hmm. right and then interestingly for this one, this is nursery particularly. Yeah. And the great thing is um, like, you don't have to change the diapers too. I think that that was, ru- that was like a scary thing for mm-hmm. me being like the baby of the family. I don't know how to change the mm-hmm. diaper, you know? Um, which kind of feels like embarrassing to say because as a woman, you feel like you should know, but I'm like, how do you know? No. Unless you have a baby or you have, you know, like, or you have a, you know, younger sibling anyway. Exactly. Um, but it's a weird feeling. Like in this one, like there's a lot of kids like there were at the other church, but there's something here that I'm like, I really want to help in this capacity. Mm-hmm. You well, know? I think part of it weird? too is that I don't know.
0: there's someone, in, it's not necessarily we're helping the childcare, we're helping a friend. Uh, yeah, actually, that's yeah, is. that's true. Because the,
2: the lady who oversees it is in the same neighborhood capacity. group yeah. as us. And like, yeah, I really feel like it's a burden and I want to carry it. Yeah. You know, I want to help carry that. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah.
0: And so... Yeah, we've been going there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, we're still working um, mm-hmm. and all that jazz. Yeah. So.
2: All that jazz.
0: So yeah. Um, so you're the question master. Okay.
2: I have three questions. Ooh, yeah. Three trying questions. to pare them down, you know. All right. Dig Here deep, Daniel. Dig deep. Here we go. <laughs> um, the first one is like, what's your general impressions or feelings and reflecting upon this past year in texas whether it's like just emotions or just thoughts just keeping it basic
0: uh there it's easy in certain places and harder in other places Mm. Um, how so i think the physical living condition it's easier Mm. um
2: amen (laughs) How much is gas right now? Uh, Wait, maybe not. Let's not say, because I think it'll cause envy in Gas is,
0: uh, Goss. (laughs) Gas is between a dollar, upper dollar 70s (laughs) and lower uh, dollar 90s. I feel weird
2: sharing that.
0: Well, then again, we have 40, 30 degree weather in winters and 100 degree, 100% humidity (laughs) in the summers. So Mm. it's a give and take. I guess, I guess. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, living condition—it's cheaper here. Yeah, um, it's much easier to live financially.
2: Significantly.
0: Um, experiences are neat. Yeah, um, yeah. One of the
2: restaurants. Th-
0: restaurants. One of my favorite things about Texas is how we can go to concerts.
2: I love that. Yeah. I think as so, music people, I love yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So I mean, people come by um, All the here. Time. That's yeah. really what it is. And okay. Can- see
2: now, now, now it feels weird. I'm like, we got to. Mm. Well no, because again
0: it's 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 it's, it's give a blessing, and take. I'm it's just a give being and take. honest.
2: Yeah, it is a blessing.
0: Um and then uh yeah, our work. Um well, actually I like the work in Hawaii much more. Mm, than yeah, I, do here, I think but, it suited you more, yeah. Um but yeah, in that physicality it's it's easier. Mm-hmm. Um spiritually it's harder mm. for me personally. Mm. Um I think I'm very uh, my personality is, my faith is, um, I want to say dependent, but tied it's linked to, with, tied yeah. to, with um, serving and yeah, um, and deep conversations with people that yeah. I know and whatnot. And I mean, I did that a lot in Hawaii.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I used to hang out with people all the time, uh, one-on-one meetings and whatnot, mm-hmm. serve. Um, and then when I came here, uh, don't have any relationships, yeah um and then uh it didn't really serve yeah. Um, yeah as much as I tried to I mean there are certain avenues and whatnot, and so um, yeah, spiritually it was harder um so yeah, the past year has been. Ups and downs in different capacities. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, what was You said that the word for last year for you was found
0: foundation, foundation, right?
2: Like building your foundation in yeah. all aspects of life.
0: So um, kind of to uh, give background, uh, I, I read a book on, uh, I think it was a book, something uh, with John Maxwell. He's one of my favorite leadership gurus. Mm-hmm. And he likes to give a word to the year, mm-hmm. kind of a goal Um, based on a word. And so, um, I've been doing that for a while. And I think last year was, um, the word foundation because I thought, uh, the way when I look back, it was just laying down the groundwork for Mm -hmm. us in Texas. Mm -hmm. It was finding the job. It was finding a church. It was finding, um, the basic necessities, you know, car job and all these things. And once you lay that foundation, you can't really build until you lay that foundation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what last year was. It was just laying down the foundation in every aspect that we can. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's why I think last year was foundation.
2: What's your word for this year?
0: Uh, my word for this year... Sorry, I'm
2: looking up a quote that came to mind as I asked uh, you this question. But the continue. word,
0: um, I think kind of staying in the theme of um, buildings... Um, the word I, I think that I'm running with is building, <laughs> the mm. word building. Um, I think the foundation is laid, um, I wouldn't say it's like fully laid, but I think mm-hmm. it's built or it's, it's laid out in a way where we can start building, um, mm-hmm. where now it's not just finding the basic necessities, but now that we have the basic necessities, it's, um, growing through these basic necessities or, or building adding to our life these basic necessities. Mm. I mean one of the biggest things that um, as we talked about that I want to do this year is find our own place. Yeah. You know what I mean? We don't And we're need, not sure what that looks like. Yeah, we too, we're not right? sure what it looks like. But yeah. we don't need to we, we that that was that's the foundation was already set. We don't we're yeah. not freaking out about a place right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean, but I think now we can add on top of what's been built this yeah. past year. And so I think my word is is building. Mm. Mm. at least for this year.
2: Very cool.
0: Yeah. So, what about you? Uh, uh, what are the things that. I forgot what your question was. Your just question. general impressions and of reflections of upon this,
2: this best, past yeah. year. What about um, you? I guess general. Um, hmm. I should have premeditated my responses. <laughs> I'm the one that needs the time to think about it. You can think on the spot, but I can't, right? All <laughs> oh, the irony. Yeah. Um, <laughs> trying to find the word to describe what I'm feeling It's very much out of my comfort zone as it would be for anyone who moves somewhere new and starts over, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, I'm just finishing an audiobook right now and um, I mentioned this to you, I think earlier today about like this concept of um, the lady basically says like, you know, it's almost like we all live, we're almost like we're, it's almost like we're all cats with nine lives, you know, in the sense that we almost kind of live multiple lives within one lifetime. You know, I mean, the jargon, the Christianese that we'll use is seasons, right? Seasons mm-hmm. of life. And whether that pertains to like singleness or engaged married, that's usually what we think about, you know, but like, I don't think it's just that, right? It's it's a, It's seasons of like getting to know God for the first time. And then it's seasons of learning what service looks like. It's seasons of like learning what hospitality really entails. You know what I mean? And it could it just spans a big area, I guess. But um, it was definitely a new season, obviously for us. And to me, honestly, it was like a um, like an uncovering season. Okay. Meaning, because the base, because we were building a new base, essentially right, laying down the concrete foundation, you almost have this freedom of, like, you can do whatever you want, Mm -hmm. right? Like, you're, in a sense, recreating yourself, but not really, like, meaning, like, when you meet people, maybe in the past, like, I could have been, like, oh, yeah, I, like, I really like to read, or I like to play guitar, like, you know what I mean, I can... I could have portrayed a certain part of me in the past, mm-hmm. and then maybe having lived through the repercussions, thought like, "Ooh, I don't like that I portrayed myself like that."
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I guess it's kind of like the whole social media thing of like, "How do you, <laughs> right?" Like you what can reinvent yourself? I almost it, but see, I I I'm still kind of wrestling through that. But I guess sorry, I'm kind of going really nitty gritty. But um, my general impression was really um uncovering layers of my past, particularly, mm-hmm. all the way through high school and elementary even, and just layers and layers and kind of peeling them off mm-hmm. to, like, I don't know, I'm getting on milky <laughs> um, But, like, who was Ayaka Christine Kakuta, you know, mm-hmm. at seven years old? Like, at the core of my being, like, what did I care about? Because I feel like I, like, lost sight of that through, like, high school and college. And, like, I kind of got, like, just lost, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Why do you look at me like that?
0: It's... It's our personality is so different. Yeah, I, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have honestly, I don't understand <laughs> a word you're saying right now. Okay, I, mean, understanding I appreciate in terms the of, honesty. Yeah, I don't. I, you can't, I can't empathize. I can't right?
2: Empathize. You can sympathize, but you can't. Empathize. Yeah, I, I, I can't sympathize either. because <laughs> I don't understand it. But, okay, yeah.
0: But yeah, it's totally yeah. foreign to me yeah. what
2: you're saying. I think I, I think things just got things just got muddy for me. High school was a real rough time for me, and I don't, I'm not going to go into it in this podcast. But um, I think I'm, I lost. I just wasn't sure who I was. And this past year, I feel like God kind of like stripped away like layers. It's almost like, you know, like they say like you move into a house and there's super ugly wallpaper you just don't like it but that's just what the house is and so you try to paint over it and you're like oh, I don't like that paint color and then you paint with another color and then you're like oh let me go back to the wallpaper and you just create all these like layers and, it, and this past year for me felt like I was ripping through all that old paint and old wallpaper just to get back to the oh, great, this is the ugly wallpaper we're back to. You know what I mean? But almost like maybe that's just how I perceive myself of like, oh, great, this is the ordinary book nerd Christine that we're back to that maybe I just never came to terms with in accepting. Does that make sense? Kind no? Of, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, sorry. No, I mean, that's fine. I, no, the reason, I'm, I don't say that in a mean way. I'm yeah, just yeah. like, I, I get it. No, I, I think get for me,
0: the, the, I'll explain my personality of it yeah. is <laughs> My personality is... I don't discover who I am because yeah. I am all the things that have happened yeah. to me. If that makes yeah. sense, like yeah. I am the product of everything that's happened. So mm-hmm. I've already accepted them as yeah. they happen. Like I don't have to look back and think, "Oh, where have I gone?" Yeah. It's no, I'm I'm here, and I've always been here, and everything that's happened is yeah. who I am. Versus yours is. I think there's a part of me that was left that I don't I don't really know or I didn't really come to terms with. Yeah. So let me figure out who that is and let me come yeah. to terms with it.
2: It's like if we were two different pieces of artwork. This is the most randomest illustration <laughs> that comes to mind. I am almost like that piece of artwork, kind of like the wallpaper where you have all this stuff and you you discover the source of it by peeling away. Okay. okay. But for you, I feel like your experiences you're like the statue of David. Meaning like these experiences chip away at you, but like who you are is there. Like who you are, your essence is kind of set and you're kind of oh, okay. secure in that identity and these experiences kind of chip away at and specific place. Right, and they kind of refine who you are. Whereas okay. me, I don't think I have that base like that marble base, you know, I'm kind of trying to I'm like the I'm like a fossil. You know, like let me let me unearth all this soil and oh wow, there's a skeleton. Oh, there's another bone here. Oh, there's this. What does this make? Oh my gosh, i want Tyrannosaurus Rex you know? like, <laughs> Right? Like <laughs> <it's> fierce. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm more like
0: a okay, stegosaurus. No, I, understand. <laughs> I understand
2: that.
0: I understand that. That's a that's a that's a good Does analogy. that kinda make sense? Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I think another thing that we've learned. <laughs> Uh, I I think we've told a lot of people when we were last there in November about like the Enneagram and personalities. And and I think I've come to learn or we've come to learn how different we are. I mean, we always knew that we were different, but even more so. And even the idea of accepting one another in these differences Mm -hmm. uh, of how I, I was talking to my coworker when I was, when I was up in Hawaii last week about, of how what marriage is, is learning the different, or you'll, the reason why it's hard in the beginning is because you end up butting into these differences mm-hmm. of how you should be like the way I think.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But but as time goes on, you realize you're not like me. You yeah. don't think like I yeah. do. You don't work the way I do. And that first couple years is fighting because I'm trying to make you like me and you're trying to make me like you. When or real- fit or the fit, expectation. Yeah, fit the right? expectation. Yeah. But that's not gonna work. Yeah. What it is is what the what mends the relationship or what helps the relationship is communication, number one, yeah. of hey, this is what I think it should be. What do you think? Mm-hmm. And you say your part, and then we mold into the parts that we can and accept the parts that can't.
2: That's such a give and take. Yeah, yeah. no,
0: that's what it is. Isn't and- it? And when I was talking to my coworker, we were talking about how, like, yeah, there's certain things that that your guy's not going to be able to fix, and yeah, and there's parts that he wants you to fix that you're not going to be able to fix, yeah, um, because that's just who you are. But at the same yeah. time, there's sacrifices involved where yeah. you're gonna. There are certain things that you used to love to do, but if it really irks the other person, you just gotta let it go. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I used to love to do mm-hmm. that I never do anymore okay. well with you okay. is I used to love scaring people. Oh. I love like hiding on the side and just oh, going, "Boo." Yeah. But I remember I did that once and you got really upset. Mm-hmm. And and I had a choice. <laughs> do you do do I make you mold to me Yeah. or do I sacrifice that part and mold to you? Yeah. And there's that part of it is i molded to you Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i never scared you purposefully Mm -hmm. (laughs) after that Mm. um but then there's other parts where i just can't change or i shouldn't say can't change but i have a hard time changing like leaving my socks all over the floor (laughs) um and you've we've communicated multiple times both in uh in cordiality and also in frustration Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then you've come to accept that part of me as well as on my end, I'm just still learning to to change that part. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I think that's wow, I just went really deep. Um <laughs> yeah, that's on a couple of side tangent of relationship and learning about your personality and my personality. Yeah. Oh, oh the Enneagram. See. Yeah. That's what we were and talking about. This came from how you learning to discover yourself and how that's okay that's how okay that's the rabbit trail okay moving on continue do you have anything else
2: (laughs) i really like the enneagram
0: yeah enneagram is cool it's really helped me
2: i i think it's like there's like a surface level to it almost of like oh that's cool and then when you really dig deeper into it there's a lot of great resources and i think i'm in that right now like kind of digging deeper and learning more and so it's just been really helpful for me particularly you know yeah yeah
0: but and to each their yeah. own I think certain people find it very beneficial yeah and some people well, might not and some people just I don't yeah so yeah
2: question number two question number two what is one thing that you learned about God this past year whether it's something new that you've never seen or even something old that's just been rekindled Well, uh,
0: the answer, hmm. Give I think me it's some time. more. You can
2: pause to think about it.
0: I think it's more. Okay. Uh, this might sound weird, but I can explain. Okay. <laughs> um, that there's more ways to God than. One way. Okay, now let me phrase that. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about the gospel. I'm not saying there's more ways than just Jesus. Yeah, Jesus is the only way, truth in life. That's the only way you can get to God. But my worship of God, how to Your know God, my interactions with God—like there is not just one way. Um, and I've I mentioned this in other podcasts, and it's been a journey this past year of learning. Like, yeah, people worship God differently, and mm. God. I believe, accepts it. It's not like, you know, I've mentioned it like this before, like John Paper reads like crazy and he studies the scriptures crazy. Mm -hmm. And yet that's his worship of God and God accepts that. Mm -hmm. Now, if I don't do that, it doesn't mean God doesn't accept me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I worship God in a similar fashion of I like to wake up and read. I like to journal. Um, I like to serve. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think my life is bent towards the church, uh, serving the church. That's how I've been built. And, um, and I think God accepts my worship that way. Mm. And then I've noticed that there's people who don't read as often mm-hmm. and don't study the scriptures that like I do or mm-hmm. John Piper does. And their worship is more in music,
1: mm-hmm. not
0: necessarily the scriptures. They love to worship through song mm-hmm. and experience God through song. And God accepts that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I guess my answer was more towards what have I learned about us, me and God versus more about God himself. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's just really that concept of there's multiple ways to worship God. There's no one right way. I think there is a generality. There's a general way to worship God. I think, again, I mentioned this before, of I think people need to read. I think people need to pray. I think Mm -hmm. people need to serve. That's kind of
2: the design that God gave. It's not even our design, right? It's it's kind of like what God, the tools that God gave us to be like, hey, this is how you interact with me, right? And when
0: you read the scriptures, those are the general design Mm -hmm. of Christianity. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Selflessness, giving to one another. Mm -hmm. But the specifics of that and the amount that you do and the frequency that you do it Mm -hmm. is, I think, dependent upon person to person. And that's something I'm coming to learn. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't have to read 24 seven. And even though if I do read 24 seven, the person next to me doesn't have to read 24 seven to worship God the way Mm -hmm. I worship God. And, and yet that's the beauty of church because there are people like that, that worship God through the scriptures like that. And I need to interact with them because I need to hear the word of God that way. Mm. And then I need to interact with the people who um, interact with God through hospitality Mm. And I need to hang out with them to mm-hmm. learn hospitality that way. And that's what the church is for, you know what I mean? To, mm-hmm. to learn the parts that I am not, these people are. And that gives me a fuller picture of God as well as it gives me a fuller picture of, of what walking with God looks like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Wow, I just went all over the place. Now, what about you? <laughs>
2: hmm. Again, I should have premeditated my <laughs> response.
0: You should premeditate your third question right now. <laughs>
2: To be honest, I feel like it's just been this past month or two that I've been falling into my natural rhythm with God again. I kind of feel like I fell out of a rhythm. Mm. That's just me personally. I think I I wasn't sure how... It's kind of like a long-distance relationship, I guess, in that sense, which I've never been in one, so I can't even (laughs) attest to it, but from what I... Imagine it to be in what I see on Terrace House. Oh, God. Or hear about on Terrace House, which is a Japanese reality TV show on Netflix, and it's entertaining. It's not... Anyway, whatever. It's just entertaining. Um, I think I was worried that me and God was going to change when we came here. Uh. Does that make sense? Like, because I wasn't sure what to expect with church. Change
0: in a bad way.
2: No, I I just didn't know how we were going to if we were going to things are going to be different between us does that make sense in a sense like because cuz there's so many uncertainties of like i didn't know what kind of job i would be in which i mean i guess they're all kind of the same right but um i didn't know what kind of church we would be a part of and mm-hmm. how they would worship or yeah. you know the scriptures or what a fellowship and prayer and all that like you know and because i th- feel like a lot of my personal relationship, quote-unquote, style came from a prevalent culture that, mm. you know, was questionable, right, in the past. Um, good things and bad things. Um, I wasn't sure if I would, like, know God the same way or I would come to know God in a similar fashion in this season I've done in the past. Okay. But I've come to find that parking my car under a particularly (laughs) grand tree and, you know, laying down my seat and lying down and praying has just just a natural rhythm. Yeah. And I found a tree close to work. (laughs) And that's kind of been my like, I think I found like my prayer quote unquote spot, you know, Mm -hmm. during lunchtime, um. Uh, it's close to my work, you know? Mm-hmm. I always go there to eat lunch, and, like, some days I'm just listening to music, some days I'm, li- you know, reading a book, and um, more recently, it's been a nice, like, prayer time. Like, if my heart feels heavy, I'll just, you know, and <laughs> push yeah, your seat back, and, you know, and just kind of bare my heart out to God, and um, that's been comforting mm. to know that – I guess that's what it is of, like, He hasn't changed. Yeah. Like, I kind of – I have, obviously, but, like – it's it's kind of a sweet thing to know that's been a constant. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think other than that, something about God that I've really been ruminating on <laughs> recently is remembering that he's not a quote-unquote safe God.
0: Uh,
2: Does that make that sense? Sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I think my human brain keeps gravitating towards, like, security and comfort and reliability and i forget that god like like we hear the worship songs of like you call me out upon the waters or whatever (laughs) right and like or you know what i mean there's moments of spiritual high i guess of like i'm gonna do something that's scary and out of my comfort zone for god you know and i mean you don't force that right it's when god calls you to do something you just respond right Mm -hmm. um But one of the passages that I was studying for our, like, growth group or whatever was um, Philippians 2. Mm -hmm. And it says when Mm -hmm. Christ, you know, considered himself nothing, despite being God, Um, and it says he was obedient even to the point of death. And something that I've been thinking about these past two days is that Jesus didn't, he didn't die for the sake of dying and to be like, booyah, like, I'm a god and I'll die. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't do that to, like, make himself stand out from other gods. Like, it, does that make sense? Like, god, like sure. for me, I think I've, in the past, kind of have seen it as, like, the death was, like, you know, the death and resurrection was so emphasized in my brain. But a couple of days ago when I read that, the part that stuck out to me was obedience. Hmm. Like, he was so obedient I see. that he would die. Yeah. You know, not that he would die just for the sake yeah, of yeah, dying yeah. for our sins, but, like...
0: And, in fact, he didn't want to die, yeah. and yet he knew that obedience was greater than...
2: What greater obedience is there, yeah. right? Right? Yeah. And so, like, I think it just got brought me back to this point of, like, I think I had forgotten or got lost touch of, like, that aspect of my relationship with God, of, like... Yes, God is a God of comfort, and I go to Him, and maybe I overshare too many things with Him, you know. And like, sometimes I think of the verse, like, um, like what is it? Let your words, let your words be few, or whatever, because you're—I don't know—it's somewhere. Mm-hmm. There's a song too, like this old, old worship song, "Let My Words Be Few." And sometimes I, th- I feel guilty of that. I'm like, oh, sorry, God, maybe I'm like rambling too much about my life, and you already know, you know. But it's like I just need to like get it out. Um, and i think i had lost touch with that my role of like but i'm your servant yeah and you're my god yeah you know and our relationship is different because you can tell me whatever it is that you want me to do yeah and i like want to do it <laughs> i'm so emotional today you know um yeah. I and think- I, and i think it's coming back to the heart of like i want to do whatever you tell yeah, me yeah, to yeah. do right yeah. And like, and that sometimes can look scary. Yeah. And I think with like leaving the first church, that was kind of scary, mm-hmm. you know, cause it just, I don't know. But the reason why I was looking up that quote earlier is, um, the book that I'm kind of going through right now, um, quoted in, I've heard it in the past too, but this is F. Scott Fitzgerald, who I don't think he was a Christian. He wrote the great Gatsby and whatnot. Um, it's a pretty well-known quote, but he says, I hope you live a life you're proud of. And if you're not, I hope you have the courage to start over again. Mm. And I think I feel like that was this past year. Okay. Of Mm. like finding the courage to start over again. Yeah. But not like blank slate. Let me forget everything, but
0: build upon it. Yeah.
2: In, in, in the sense of like with church, you know, of like, I don't, we just felt like it wasn't a good fit. And for us at least. Mm -hmm. And, Finding the courage to try again. Yeah. And whether that it's with, with friendships or relationships or churches or work or, you know what I mean? That could spend so many things, yeah. but sometimes it just takes a lot of courage to obey, yeah. you know? And and I think I forgot that. Yeah. And it was kind of like every day, like, am I obeying you today, Lord? You yeah. know, I'm like, I don't know.
0: Kind of going back to what you were saying of how, like,
2: following <sighs> God, <I> <laughs> no,
0: falling God um, is not necessarily... Safe. Safe.
2: Yeah.
0: I think one of the things I would I would tell you a lot, uh, especially this past year, is how just because things aren't successful doesn't mean you're not mm. in the will of God. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. I heard the sermon. I don't know if I mentioned it before, but I, I, heard, I, had a, I heard a sermon blah, 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 a while back of how everyone knows that um, Joel Olstein, the, the prosperity gospel mm. is not what we're supposed to live. We're not God's not mm. necessarily about health, wealth and prosperity, that we're supposed to be rich and healthy all the time
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that if we're not we're not in the will of God. you know that we, we know that that's not true. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a part of us in what the sermon was about is how there's a part of us that believe that doesn't believe the opposite, mm. that uh, we believe that because we follow Christ, things we may not be rich, but we're not poor. Mm-hmm. We may not be the fully healthiest, but mm-hmm. we're not going to die from cancer or anything like mm-hmm. that. Uh, we may not necessarily prosper in, in our jobs and all these things, but yeah. we're not going to be like homeless or anything. Yeah. You know?
2: the poverty gospel. Yeah,
0: but I think in reality, when you look at it, that's not that's not the right gospel either. Yeah. The gospel isn't, hey, your life is going to be okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. It's not externally your life is going to be okay. Well, the there's gospel, no
2: blanket statement you can say yeah. of like your quality of life. Yeah, yeah, honest, yeah. Right?
0: Like God's going to take care of you. That's all you know. Mm-hmm. How he does and the definition that you have with God may not be the same. Yeah. For God, him taking care of you may look like, hey, I'm gonna make you lose your job. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make you uh, suffer in this way. Mm-hmm. And yet, in our minds, we think, "Yeah, if we follow God, that's not that's not supposed to happen."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But that's not true. Mm-hmm. You know, following God can be dangerous. Yeah, it can be scary. Yeah, and just because we're not in that. Okay, state doesn't mean we're not in God's will. Yeah, God's will can be we're in a place that we don't like it when we don't like. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that I remember I had to reiterate with you a lot, as well as even for myself. Mm -hmm. Like, just because I'm not in a church where I'm serving wholeheartedly and it's it's hard for me, doesn't mean I'm not in the right place. Yeah, that looking back on it, though, that church that we were a part of, I learned a lot. You know and I mean yeah. and I thank God for that church. Oh yeah, because it really was yeah. a blessing yeah when we first started going and then I mean it, it pitted off to something, but I think that pittering off also taught me yeah what I was looking no, for yeah, and defined yeah. the things that I believe God was doing with the both of us yeah. and what we were looking for and how God has built us yeah and and that was God's will. yeah, that suffering season of not wanting to be there or not enjoying that church was a part of God's will mm-hmm. and I think that's something I'd encourage everyone to realize that just because you're not in the best place or you're not in the most financially safe or you're not the most comfortable place doesn't mm-hmm. mean you're not in God's will that that could be exactly where God wants you to be
2: yeah I heard the opposite in my audiobook today too of like just because it's fruitful doesn't mean it's God's will too. yeah yeah. Which yeah. makes it tricky because then it's the all knowing question of then what is God's yeah, will, yeah, yeah, right? Exactly, like, exactly, exactly. And I'm like, I in the end, it's just you, it's you and God, yeah, right? You and God. Like, you have to go to Him yeah. and you have to ask Him, and I, He really makes it clear, yeah, through His Word and through people,
0: yeah. I mean, you yeah. look at scripture, and the two passages that stick out is, I mean, the, the death of Jesus, you know, what I mean, yeah. that in itself doesn't look like God's will. Mm -hmm. I mean, even the disciples were like, no, you're not going to do that. Yeah. But that was exactly the center of God's will. Yeah. And on the other side, when Jesus was, when everyone was looking for Jesus, you know, he looked like, it looked like he had a successful ministry. Yeah. And everyone was finding him and was like, Hey, we should go out. And Jesus was like, no, we got to go to a different town because that's where God wants us. You know what I mean? So the successes aren't God's will. Yeah. You know, or I should, let me rephrase that. The successes doesn't necessarily mean we stay in it. And in our, Suffering? suffering doesn't mean we need to get out mm-hmm. God's will is God's will how we define it i wish there was a secret formula to yeah. know how it is I but think
2: I think it's also maybe it comes down to like as an encouragement for both of us and for whoever's listening i guess is like let's not discount the holy Spirit living in us yeah you know what I mean like that's the difference right like yeah. don't don't not underestimate but almost like don't doubt that the spirits not gonna tell you, yeah. right? Yeah, like, yeah, right. Yeah. Like I don't know if there's a part of your brain, but part of my brain thinks like, oh, he's gonna tell me last minute, or like you know, and uh, and maybe he will just to stretch me and trusting him, but like I don't know. That's that's almost like a false. Theology of like thinking God's like holding out on me. That's yeah, that goes back to the garden, right? Of yeah. like thinking, oh, the Holy Spirit's gonna hold out on me and you know, hold back this like knowledge of what he wants me to yeah, do, you yeah, know. And yeah. I'm like, no, like, I think believe that the Spirit in you will be able to detect what God is doing, and what yeah. he's not doing, yeah. and to give you the courage to step out when you need to, and other times to persevere and remain, you know. Yeah. Um,
0: I remember a random prayer. Uh, we were going through the book of John at church, and it was. Lazarus, mm-hmm. the story of Lazarus, where he was already supposedly in that state of rotten. That's that's mm-hmm. how long he's been in there. And I remember the person who was reading the passage. We uh, in our church, uh, a, a couple reads or someone reads the passage mm-hmm. and then prays for the sermon, and yeah. then the pastor comes up. Yeah, and so the guy read that passage and then he prayed, and the first thing he said was, um, "You're never too late."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I remember that that simple phrase, mm-hmm. like. That was the sermon to me. Mm. That, that just that one phrase before the sermon was the sermon for me.
2: And I'm done. Yeah, yeah I was no. like, I was like, wow,
0: that was profound. God is never late, even though it seems yeah. like he's late. Even though Lazarus is already dead yeah. and in this part and at this point probably rotting. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah, no, God was like, no, just, just dude, get out of this. This is the right time. Get out of here, yeah. and you're now walking alive. Yeah. God is never too late. And the only reason why God can be perceived as too late is because you're not paying attention. You're not Mm -hmm. listening to him. You're constantly disobeying him.
2: I think just the world keeps like blaring at us. Like there's a timetable for, you know, what you have to do. Like I was thinking about it as I was watching Terrace house, but like, (laughs) no, but I realized like I'm 28 right now. I'm about to turn 29 next month. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking like, oh my gosh. Exactly. One month. Oh
0: yeah. Continue.
2: Um, This false sense of thinking in my head of like, I need to have accomplished something in my 20s or by 35, I should be doing this, you know? But I'm like, so what if I start learning drums at 29 and let's say the Lord lets me live till 75 or 80? Do you know how many years that there still is left where I could be a super crazy drummer at 65? (laughs) It's not, it's not conventional, but you know, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a silly, silly analogy. But it was just this thought of like, I wonder why we think sometimes it's too late. And maybe it's because seasons change and it turns, you know, you get more domesticated or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, no, you know, I don't know. Like,
0: I mean, I think, I think you, the basic idea is you're just living with what God is doing. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. that looks like for certain people, You stay in one place and you grow in Mm -hmm. this one specific talent and you grow in it and you become really good at that till Mm -hmm. you die. Mm -hmm. And for other people, it looks like you're moving from place to place to place to place, never really building a specific skill. You're becoming the jack of all trades and that's your life and then everything in between. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? That goes back to what I was saying that um, not only is there uh, multiple ways to worship God mm-hmm. but there's also also multiple ways to use the talents that God has given mm-hmm. you. You know what I mean? It's, or it's just like different. Like
2: there's more than one way to live your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something exactly. has it's as, as no, so simple as yeah. that is. Like how someone's living in Japan is going to be different from how someone's living in Africa. Yeah. From how someone's living in Switzerland. Yeah. From America. You know yeah. what I mean? Like,
0: And there is no designated yeah. path of how yeah. to live. There yeah. is none. And everyone is going to look different. I think that's the big thing. Everyone's will look different. And just because they have this blessing doesn't necessarily mean I get this blessing. Mm -hmm. And just because they have this curse doesn't mean I have this curse Mm -hmm. and vice versa. I think that's that's a big thing I learned this past year. Yeah.
2: Can I go to my last question? Yes, you can. Last question is, what is something you learned about yourself this past year?
1: (laughs) Hmm...
0: I learned that I'm shy. <laughs> yeah uh, that's a little novelty. Um
2: did, did it strike you suddenly or what was it?
0: No, you defined it. When you when you told me about it, I realized, yeah, that is me. Cause mm-hmm. I in my head, I picture myself as the goofy extrovert that likes to be around people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I've realized and I've always been like this now that I think about it, um, when you mentioned it of how um whenever I'm in a new situation, whenever when we were at when we were visiting churches, mm-hmm. Christine would be the one that would want to stay and talk to people. Mm-hmm. I was the one that wanted to leave really quickly mm-hmm. cuz I don't like that new mm-hmm. meeting people situation. I'm really shy when it comes to that. Yeah. And then once we pass a certain threshold, you and I switch. We do. I love being around people that yeah. I know and you get tired of that.
2: You know what? It's not it's more than tired what I've realized is I think I really like. This is made me sound terrible. I think I'm really good at surface level, like I'm good at the initial. Let's break the ice. Let me get to know you. Who are you? Okay, and then you it's. Are good at that. And then it swaps where you're really good then at like depth, and you're just you're really good at like just. Actually, I'm not that good. At no, depth. but you know what you're good at. You're good at like just being present, like you're there and you're oh, like okay. this. This friendship will go wherever it goes, you know? But for me, because I'm like, where is this going? Are we going to be good friends? I don't know. You know, like all these okay. weird questions seep into my brain and then my walls go up. Okay. Is that weird? My walls are down said. at first mm-hmm. and then they go straight up. Ah, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and my walls are, are up first and then it and, goes down and once they I get to know And stay down, you know? Yeah. And so... That's interesting. Yeah. I've noticed that in our recent... I didn't tell you this in a recent neighborhood group. I realized how relaxed you were and, like, you were so easy to talk to and people were talking to you and you were just, like, you know, creating this really, like, joyful ambiance. And I was just, like, sitting there. Like, I was like, I might as well be a piece of artwork on the wall. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't remember know. that.
0: I don't remember that last neighborhood group.
2: I mean, it wasn't anything profound. It was just me being all pensive and might as well been a piece of artwork on the wall, you know? but it, it really is isn't that interesting yeah know that, is. that I, is yeah i think for me it's that's true though the fear of being known or something i don't know like i have this.
0: no problem i'm i'm like an open book yeah. whenever i'm once i get to know a person i'm an open yeah. book. i have no problem being yeah. like hey here's my problems here listen <laughs> yeah i have no problem with that yeah yeah that's one thing i've learned How i like
2: you? i really enjoy making people feel at home because okay. I know what it feels like to be awkward. Yeah. But once they feel at home, I don't know how to invite. I think that's
0: people. what it is because I don't know how to make people feel. Yeah. I mean, I know how to make people feel welcome, but I have this limit. Like, mm. I, like once I, once I hit this quiet mm-hmm. moment, mm-hmm. I'm I'm frozen. Yeah. You have this ability to get to that uh, awkward moment and then move beyond it. Yeah. Once I hit that awkward moment, I'm like.
1: I don't know what to do. Yeah, during yeah. the headlights, just yeah. stare and
0: awkward yeah. and okay, I got to go now.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, that that's one little funny thing that I've learned about myself. Mm. What about you?
2: Mm. As I premeditate this <laughs> response. Well, it's not premeditating now. I'm thinking about it. Is there anything you've learned about me this past year? <laughs> Or like something you're like, ah, oh, I didn't know that about her. As I think about the other question. Do you want me to come back to you?
0: Yeah, because I don't know. Okay. I mean, there is, but I just don't know off the top of my head. Wait, what? There is? Wait, I'm, you... I'm assuming there is. Oh, oh, I see. I, I see know I don't saying. know all about you, so I know yeah. that I must learn something. I just don't uh, know what.
2: You just don't remember. Probably. Well, I think something that I've learned about myself is that it's all in my head.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Meaning, um, I've always been kind of fearful,
0: I realized.
2: Okay. You know, I think I come off as like, I don't care what people think about me, but I think I really do. Oh, that's, I was just going to say. And it really gets to me. And because I'm fearful, you know, um, I don't do certain things. And then afterwards, I'm like, oh, I wish I did that, yeah. you know. And I've, I've come to realize that it's all in my head in the sense of like, let's say social media, for example. I'm like, I don't, just because everyone else has a Facebook and an Instagram, or let's say just because everyone else has a Snapchat, which not everyone does, right? Um, doesn't mean that I have to have one, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's just this idea of like, I think I, as nonconformist as I am, I, am super conformist. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Um, I think I re- I want to rebel to that side. I think, but I naturally am not, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a conundrum, um, but I've learned that I'm really fearful yeah. this past year, and I think because of in realizing that too, um, I realized that that's not how I want to live my life. Yeah, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to do things thinking that that's what I'm supposed to do, mm-hmm. but I want to do things because I mean because I guess you know I feel that that's something God wants me to do, and because it's just something I want to do. Yeah, you know, like I want to be more honest up to my own feelings i guess in that sense um and not respond to fear and timidity anymore like just to be okay yeah you know
0: that's what i was gonna say as you were talking it clicked in my head and then you said it that the one thing i've actually learned about you is that i thought i was the people pleaser Mm -hmm. but i've come to realize i think you are more than i am Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I
2: think you're right about that.
0: Or either that or we've switched roles where I've come to just stop caring about what people say or what people think of me.
2: Yeah. No, As, I don't think we've swapped. I think it has always been there, but the layers have just been more uncovered. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think I'm I'm a people pleaser, not externally, but internally. Yeah, not internally. right? And you, it's kind I, of interesting.
0: There's moments where you would say like, uh, you do certain things and you're like, or you don't do certain things because yeah. you think people will look at you differently yeah. or will think of you. And I'm like, who cares about what people think right. just do it like yeah why does that matter you're right?
2: always gonna have a critic right? Yeah. like
0: yeah uh, that's that's something
2: I yeah and then i get flustered because then i can't like be who i am does mm-hmm. that make sense it's yeah. kind of a weird thing so that's something i've learned so. i think the enneagram really helped me to kind of uncover that too that i'm um that's another thing. I know I, I only said one thing, but another big thing that I learned is um, something that kind of brought to light was with the Enneagram. It talked about like how most people live in a certain time frame in their mind, meaning mm. they either are present, living presently or living constantly worried about the future or even living like dwelling in the past. And I've come to realize that my nature is to dwell in the past. Yeah. I, I'm either dwelling in the past or I'm Looking nervous about the, the future. future. Yeah. And I'm not present, yeah. you know, and I just, that, that's something that I've learned and I realized I just want to be present. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't change the past, you yeah. know, like I can't like be mulling over like, oh my gosh, I hurt this boy's feelings in, in the, <laughs> the third, third grade, grade. <laughs> and we're Facebook friends. Like, is, is he going to, you know, like, who cares? Yeah, yeah, I do to yeah. talk to the dude, you know, yeah. like. Why am I carrying that kind of baggage? Yeah, exactly. Right?
0: Yeah, and that was something. Maybe that
2: this was, is TMI on a podcast.
0: No, that's but that's like, what we talked about too. Of right? Because you are your your um your number one area is your past. Yeah. Your number two area is, is the, the future. future, and I would even consider your present number three because you. Yeah, I'm like never rarely. Here. In the, yeah, I'm the opposite. I'm yeah. number one. I'm in the present. Yeah. Yeah. Number two, I'm in the future. Yeah. And number three, does doesn't. Uh, my, my past doesn't exist for me. Yeah. I don't think yeah. about my past. I have a hard time reflecting. Yeah, Reflection is really hard for me because yeah. I, I'm so not in the past. Yeah, um, But reflection is really easy for you Yeah, because you live in the past. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of our tensions come up too because mm-hmm. I'm so frustrated. at Like, why are you looking at that? There's no reason to look at that. Yeah. That's done. Yeah. We don't need to worry about it. I mean, learn from it. Cool, but just leave it there let's focus on right now and then at the same time it's like stop looking at the future like we don't that's in the future there's nothing we can do about it right now let's just stay here and focus yeah yeah
2: Yeah. I feel like I have this like all this like luggage that I'm carrying from the past that I keep dragging over to my present then Uh like I don't need this anymore Uh and just to let it go you know and to be like I've learned a lesson let it go you know Mm -hmm. and like be open to new things and Mm -hmm accept that I've made mistakes and you know and whatnot and all those things, right? But yeah, I definitely am like with the future stuff too. Too like today, I was kind of like mulling over the future about like where we're going to live and how we're going to do that and research and all sorts of things. Um, and I was walking um, back to the office for my car, and I thought to myself, "Christine, do you have a place to do you have a place to sleep tonight? I do. Do you have food to eat tonight? I do. Are you wearing clothes at work? I am. You know." <laughs> and I thought.
0: God's taking care yeah. of us up to this point. You and have your daily con- bread, and He will continue to yeah. take care of us.
2: And really, like you're fine, you mm. know. And I think that's how I want to live a little bit more. Yeah, you know. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs>
0: what about what about the second question? Uh, the second what question? have you learned about me this year? Mm. I don't like that smirk that you just made.
2: <laughs> okay, I'm ready.
0: What did you learn about me? (laughs) Are you nervous? No.
2: I've come to learn... um, This isn't in
0: a... Now I'm nervous. (laughs) Well,
2: I just want to convey it properly. But I've learned that you're more fearful. Oh, yeah. Than I am in some other areas. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah.
2: And... And I never knew that, you know, like, you're pretty like, let's, let's charge through (laughs) and we got it, you know, but I realized that in certain things there is hesitation and, and part of me, I think this past year was like taken aback of like, wait, why is this scary? Like, just do it, you know? And like, but I think I'm learning like, how do I come alongside you in those fearful moments, you know? Like if God's given me courage to step out in a certain thing in that moment, it's not my place to be like, well, you should be courageous. Well, you should be leading, you know? But it's more like holding your hand and saying, I, I think it's going to be okay. Yeah. Like, let's, let's try this. Yeah. And vice versa, you know? Because I feel like you do that for me a lot of like, Christine, it's going to be okay. Yeah. And I feel like you hold my hand and you, you know, mm-hmm. figuratively and literally, you know, <laughs> and like, and you... Walk me through it. And maybe I've just always had this perspective that I am the constantly fearful, worrying, you know, fragile one or whatever. But I'm realizing that there are just different areas where our strengths and weaknesses lie. And I feel like God has shown me certain parts that, yeah, where you might be fearful and for me to be gentle Mm. and to come alongside and to encourage you. Yeah. I think that's that's the biggest thing I've learned this past year, and going into this next year is like, like, and in just relationships or whatever. Um, and I'm no ex- expert, but like, um, the the audiobook that I was listening to was talking about like disappointing people, mm. and she was kind of explaining mm. like we have different circles in our life. Like, in your inner circle is like your husband or your spouse or whatever, or your significant other, and maybe maybe the second circle is these are concentric circles, if yeah. you envision it like that and then the circle outside of that is like maybe your immediate family and then outside and and your good friends and then outside of that is like your coworkers, acquaintances or whatever and she was saying something to the effect of like i try my very hardest like you're gonna you're gonna disappoint people regardless right but i try my very hardest not to disappoint the people in my innermost circle and but like but being okay with like having to disappoint people Outside an outside that. circle. Yeah. And I realized I don't think I placed that same value. Like, mm-hmm. I think I had, like, perceived, like, my, like, dis- like, I don't know, my encouragement f- towards you as the same with, like, my good friends. Mm-hmm. And and not that it's a bad thing, but I think for me, my mind has kind of shifted of, like, no, God's, like, appointed me to be, like, your number one cheerleader, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know, I'm so emotional. <laughs> but, like, I'm like... I want to do that well. You know what I mean? Like, when it's, like, scary parts, like, I don't want to do that well. And, like, you know. Gosh. I don't know. I just feel like uh, I haven't done that well. And I was no,
0: like, you have. Uh, I, I, so know that, like... I know that I don't like failure and rejection. Mm. And I fear those things. Mm. And so, especially when I'm doing new things, I don't like doing new things because I don't know what it entails. Mm-hmm. And if I don't have a safe space to mm. test out these new things, yeah. I'm very fearful and I yeah. don't like doing it. Yeah. Um, uh, but once I get used to it, then yeah. it's charge. Yeah. You know what I mean? When I first did theater yeah. audio, I was flipping, but mm-hmm. the only reason when I was able to do it is because there was someone next to me. Well, he didn't really help <laughs> me actually. Uh, but he like was pseudo resource. helping me. Yeah. <laughs> pseudo helping me. Gosh. Um, yeah. <laughs> But now that after I've done that, I've charged gung ho to the mm-hmm. point where I flew out to Hawaii over a weekend. Yeah, oh, look at that, came full circle. <laughs> um, to do that, you yeah. know what I mean. And I have no problems. I've, I've I've confidence in it. Yeah. But if I don't have confidence in anything, it turns into fear. Yeah. And that's who. That's that's what I've learned in myself yeah. too. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Well, this is an hour long, Ooh. as it normally is. Is it okay? Phew. <laughs> um, we don't know if anyone's listening But yeah. if you do If you are I hope this helps In yeah. any way, shape, or form mm-hmm. uh, If anything You can just laugh at me And hopefully <laughs> that Gave you more joy All right
2: Thank you for listening Thank you for listening We're still figuring this out We're still figuring
0: this out If I you
2: feel like we're kind of Maybe we'll go back Into a natural rhythm of things Once a month or something Yeah,
0: yeah. We'll, we'll start doing this again yeah. Um, But yeah If you have anything you want us to talk about, let us know. Yeah. If not, you're just going to keep hearing us talk. Yep. All rightyos.
2: All rightios.
0: Thanks, everyone.
2: Cheerios.
0: Aloha. Aloha. Aloha.
2: <laughs> Bye.